Blog Talk Radio. Turbulence is the price you pay for flying high. So whenever you're flying high, you're going to have some bumpy areas. That's why I want to encourage you to don't give up, but hang in there.
Welcome to Fellowship in the Word with Pastor Robert R. Cooper here today on Blog Talk Radio. Today's service is brought to you by Single Mother's Guide to Raising Black Boys and From Crack to Christ Part 1, 
books by me, Franklin Donnie D, available on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, and Xlibris.com. Yes, indeed. I am O, and also our phone number is 646-595-3338, And if you need prayer, you want to talk to Pastor Cooper, push the one on your phone. I call it the love button, and that will alert me that you have something to say. Pastor Cooper, how are you doing this morning? Hey, I'm blessed this morning, as as always, and how about yourself? Doing fabulous, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Good. Well, you're continually in our prayers, uh, as you know, and your whole Thank family. You. And, uh, we, and we and we take this thing uh, faithfully. We take it one day at a time, don't we? Oh, yes. One day at a time. <laughs> yes, so we do. call this one fellowship day. in the Word. And so I intend to always have a time of fellowship, at least a moment of fellowship with you who are who I'm co-hosting with, and I believe that's just good, amen, for the ears of God's people to hear brethren sharing in the Word of God. Because yes. I found out that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Yes. That takes yes. all the pain, that takes all the struggle out of it. Because I have been yes. elevated to a place now where I'm above struggle, I'm above pain and sorrow in Christ. Yes. And as long as I stay in that place, and we're going to be talking about that uh, in the upcoming next few moments, we we need to understand as long as we stay where we're supposed to be, we can live the way we're supposed to live. I truly believe that God intends for his people to live like God's people. And so he wants us, amen, to focus on that and start living like people of God. Amen. That's not an ordinary person, brothers and sisters. That's not an ordinary person. That's a very privileged person. Not a proud person, not a lofty person, but a very privileged person because you are a child of the Most High God. And being in the family of God, he wants his children to live like members of his household. So he's taking away the struggles if we allow him to. And he's letting us know that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Praise God. Hallelujah. And and, and it may seem sometimes like I don't know how I'm going to get this thing done. I don't know how I'm going to do this. It it just just beats me. I, I don't know. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's what so many people say. But realize this, child of God, you're not hopeless. And also realize this, child of God, as long as God is present, you're not helpless. Know for certainty that when it's too hard for you, that the battle is not yours, it's the Lord's. You you know, I believe somebody needs to hear that this morning. And I believe, and I'm hoping to the one that had to hear it, I believe that it changes the course of your whole entire life. Knowing, amen, that God is that interested in your being well and you're doing good. He's so interested that he gave his only begotten son just to ensure that it takes place. What else can he do? 
All we have to do is believe believe in him. It's time to wake up, folk. It's time to do like Isaiah 60, verse 1 says, Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Praise God. Hallelujah. I want to pray. And, and I want to pray for that one who may need a prayer, but may not feel the courage to speak up and speak out. But you need a prayer so bad you don't know what to do, and that's why you called in. That's why you're listening in, because you know you need something from God that only God can do. And we want you to know, amen, that he's right here with you, never leaving you or forsaking you. And all you have to do is reach out and touch. And God is here for you right now. No matter how hard it is, no matter how tough it is, no matter how difficult it is, there is nothing too hard for God. And we didn't come here, amen, to worship God, not to worship him. We didn't come to the house of worship not to worship God. We want to talk about him. We want to give him praise. We want to give him glory. Hallelujah. And we want to give him prayer. And we want you to know, amen, that he's here for you. And he's here for me and anyone else who may need God at this moment in time. God is available. He said, where two or three are gathered in his name, he says, there am I in the midst. Praise God. You know, it doesn't always have to be super deep to be true. We're just telling the truth, telling the truth today, because we want somebody to know, amen, that no matter how hard it is or how hard it's been, Jesus Christ wants to be your friend. Why don't we make friends with him today, praise God. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, touch that one or touch those who may be in need of prayer, who may not feel the courage or the, or, 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 or the unction to pray. Give them, Father God, the peace that passes all understanding and cause them to know, amen, that you will never leave them or forsake them and that you are a very present help in trouble, as your word says. Cause them to know without a doubt, amen, that when the Lord is on your side, you need not fear. What can man do unto you is what the word says. And we pray right now for that person or those persons. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Amen. Study, study the word of God. Study your word. Let the Spirit lead you. And eat the word, amen, because Jesus said it's, 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 it's better for you than your, than your regular everyday, he called it your necessary food. We need to know that the word is that necessary. We need it, praise the living God. It's life-giving. It's life-saving. And we need the word. Praise God. Hallelujah. Brother Lewis. Amen. Amen. Amen and amen. I hear familiar voices. Good morning to you. I'm saying good morning. good morning to those who I don't hear. Praise the living God. Who may be preoccupied. Praise the, praise the Lord. God bless you. And thank you for your participation as always. And know for certainty that God has something for you because, because when we come to fellowship in the word, expect to be elevated in Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Expect to be elevated in Jesus Christ. 
expect to never be the same again. Like I, like we play the song sometimes, your life's about to change, you'll never be the same. Expect that when we come together in Christ. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We're going to be talking today about getting in position. Unless there's someone who, before I begin, has burning testimony or a burning need for prayer that they want to share, praise the living God, or you may need some help. Feel free to do so now. We're going to be talking in a few moments about a word that just may change things. Good morning, Pastor. Good morning, and God bless you. Uh, Marcia, I believe. Yes. I'm sure it is. Yes, it is. Um, I want um, continued prayers for James. He uh, went to court this week, and they're going, uh, getting ready to release him from jail. He's really doing good mentally. Um, he's and I he he's saying all the right things. What he's going to do when he gets out, and I'm just praying that that what he's saying is what's going to happen. I'm trusting God on that. Um, He's got a ways to go. Sounds good, and I'm keeping my trust in the Lord. Um, but it, it's still going to be a bit of a struggle because, you know, he, he's he got to find a place to live, and I'm hoping that he does decide to, to go to rehab for some help. And also, um, he's got a finger that they have been wanting to amputate, and I'm praying that God does a miracle and that we're able to save that finger when I can get him to a doctor that can look at it. Um, <clears throat> so that's that's my prayer in this morning. And thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> well, we thank you first and foremost for always having a bold approach to prayer. <laughs> because the Bible says that they have not because they didn't ask. Right. And so we have to have that boldness and be able to come to the Lord, our God, amen, boldly. Mm-hmm. We have to come boldly before the throne of grace. And, 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 and so we, first and foremost, we pray that the Lord will continue to strengthen you. And also we pray for all the, we stand in agreement with all your prayer requests. Amen. And I pray that somehow, some way, when he gets free, because he will be freed, that he can yeah. join in on one of these sessions, amen. And just, oh. just how powerful... <clears throat> Just how powerful the love of God is. Amen. Amen. We hope it happens real soon, and we're believing for the best. As far as his finger, know that Jesus Christ is the great physician. And all we have to do is commit it to the Lord. And when we do, amen, he takes over because it's a battle that sounds like maybe the Lord's. Amen. Yes. Yes, it is. So we give that to the Lord right now in the name of Jesus. And we ask for a healing, a miraculous healing, because yes. he's in the he specializes in doing miracles. Amen. We're praying for that right now in Jesus' name, and we yes. pray that you Amen. do a miracle on his mind. Yes. And give him a mind stayed on you, Lord Jesus. Help yes. him, cause him to be a follower of you. Amen. And to forget about the past. Yes. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Thank you. You know, you know, so many times people are always reminded about how they were. And so a lot of times people can't enjoy what they are because they're too busy holding on to how they were. 
But once we get to the place where we can let go of how we were, we can enjoy what God has for us in our present and in our future. And I believe no matter what, I believe through all the prayers and supplication, I believe he has a chance, amen, to be used by God, to lead others yes. in the same condition for the cross. Yes. Wouldn't that be a pleasure? Yes. I should say, won't that be a pleasure? Yes, Lord. Because once you taste and see that the Lord is good, you just want to share him with everybody. You can't get enough. You want to share him with everybody because you know you just can't you know you just can't have this all to yourself. You can't sit on it. You can't be quiet about it. It's too good what he did. The miracle of life saving, the life saving miracle is too good to keep it to yourself. Amen. Amen. That's why we're together right now. Because we're sharing, praise the living God. I, I, I just can't sit on this, praise God. I know what the Lord has done. I know how good God is. I see him in action every day. I, I, I can't keep it to myself, praise God. Praise God. And all we have to do, all we have to do is have the courage and the boldness to ask. And I may do the preaching, but people like yourself, sister, and your prayer requests are teaching people. The power Amen. of asking and praying. Yes. And, and what you're saying <laughs> is giving them, amen, an illustration of how the word works. Because if you don't amen. ask, amen, the Bible says you have not because you haven't asked. So keep asking, keep praying, amen. and keep believing. Amen. I just want to add. I just want to add one thing. While I was talking to him on the phone, he was with one of his cellmates across the room, and they were discussing a, a, a verse of Matthew in the Bible. So I want to Praise say God. for all all these young brown and black men that are incarcerated, that are they have lives, and we need to pray for them because. They're there for reasons that they shouldn't be, a lot of them. And I'm praying for the ones that are there for reasons that they should, that they change their lives. And that's that's all I want to say. Amen and amen. amen. Praise God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes. Yes. Amen. We agree with you on that, too. And we thank God that they're studying the Word. Amen. What better place to study the Word? Amen. What better place to study about being made free? than in a place where you're in bondage. Yes, yes. God wants to set the captives free. Yes. Just keep praying, Mother, keep praying. Amen. I will. Praise God, hallelujah. I hear Sister Camille in the background, and, and I just wanted to take some time and say God bless you today. Thank you, Pastor Cooper. And I'd also, like to give you an opportunity to, to speak and encourage us, as you always do. Um, thank you. I have a friend who uh, just tr lost her granddaughter to um, severe illnesses, and um, she's taking it very hard because that was her granddaughter who left behind three great-granddaughters, and she's having a rough time, and I'd like prayers for her and her, gra her great-granddaughters, and um, Amen. let her be. Let her be in our prayers. We'll lift, we'll lift her up right now in the name of Jesus Christ. And we ask the Lord right now to send his comforter, the Holy Spirit, to comfort the whole her and her great-granddaughters. 
in their time of loss and in their time of need. We ask you, Lord, right now to bless them abundantly. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. God bless you. You're welcome. God bless. Thank God. We thank God. Amen. He's a very present help in trouble. Hallelujah. God is wonderful. God, God is awesome. God is great. And no matter how bad it looks, amen, you need to know for a certainty that we can make it. How many believe that today? Amen. I do. Hallelujah. 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 I like how you said I do. Amen. Amen. To this. Yeah. <laughs>
And I've got a son who, I've got a son who's by my side uh, 24-7, you might as well say, until he feels like he wants to go and do his own thing. But for, mostly for 24-7, he's at my side, and he, he has his challenges, praise the living God. But he loves his God. Amen. He loves, he loves his God, and he loves the Word of God. And I'm going to ask him, if you would, to read Matthew chapter 11, beginning at verse 28. Here you are. I want you to say good morning to everyone. Good morning. Good morning. Amen. Matthew eleven twenty-eight. if you would, please. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Hold on now. Hold on now. I, I want you to hear that because Jesus is talking. And Jesus is calling us. He's saying, come. How many know when Jesus says, come, we need to drop everything and come? I, I know the dishes are still in the sink. I know you still have clothes in the washing machine. I know you still may be at work. I know it may be break time, but Jesus is saying, come. And so when Jesus says, come, it's time to come. He says, come unto me, all ye. Right, Sonny? Yes. All ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. That's a promise. That's a promise. I don't know. I don't know if any of you are are dealing with things that are caused you to be in need of rest. I don't know if any of you are carrying any heavy loads, laboring, carrying heavy loads. Whatever your heavy load is, Jesus said, I want you to bring your heavy loads to me. I want to take that heavy load off of you and put you in a place of divine rest. I don't want you suffering with that thing any longer. He's saying, you've been carrying that heavy load long enough. I'm ready to reposition you and put you in a place of ease and rest. And if we would just allow him to, he does it. Because he says, come unto me, just like my son just read, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and he says, and I will give you rest. Praise God, hallelujah. How many know no one can give you rest better than the Prince of Peace? Rest is his specialty. Yes. Along with salvation, along with redemption, along with healing, amen. All of those things he specializes in. And we're carrying, carrying, we're carrying heavy loads that we need not carry. We need to come to Jesus, and we need to come to Jesus right now. Yes. And don't Amen. worry about what folks say, because no one can help you like Jesus. Can't nobody do you like Jesus. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. It's time to come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Isn't that the song you sing? Praise God. Hallelujah. It's time to come to Jesus. He said, now I'll give you rest. He says, Take my yoke upon you. Thanks for reading that. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. He says, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your souls. He's talking about that rest again. 
Why? He says, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So when you yoke up with me, you don't have to carry the heavy load anymore. When you yoke up with me, amen, you don't have to deal with the burdens of life in the same way anymore. You got all power that's been given unto me in heaven and on earth to help you. And all you have to do is combine combine forces with me. Yoke up with me. He says, and I'll give you rest. Because, because people of God, and whether you say it or not, or whether you admit it or not, you know as well as I do that folk have been stressing and going through struggles long enough. Yes, amen. Isn't it time to receive what Jesus is saying and just celebrate, amen, the fact that somebody who can loves you enough to do something about your situation? Yes, amen. This is why we praise him. This is why we worship him, because we're celebrating, amen, the love that he has for us. Just that simple. We're celebrating the love that he has for us because he wants to bring you out of your misery. And whatever the misery is, Jesus says, come to me. Whatever the issue is, Jesus is saying, come to me. Whatever your struggle is, Jesus is saying, come to me. All ye that labor and are heavy laden, all of you that are struggling and don't know what to do. He, he, doesn't, he doesn't specify what your struggle is or how your struggle is. He just says, come, all of you. Because one thing about Jesus, he knows. Jesus already knows. He knows what you're struggling with. He knows what you're dealing with. He knows what's going on. He knows what's got you tied down. He knows what's got you in captivity. He knows what has us, amen. Amen. Living beneath our privileges. He knows. And all we have to do is trust him and stop what we're doing and come. Praise God, hallelujah. Come to Jesus. And I'm praying right now that someone is hearing this and they're making up in their mind, I'm coming to Jesus right now. I'm not going to live another day struggling and striving and being depressed and being in a mess and being stressed. I'm coming to Jesus right now, and I'm laying my burdens at his feet. Amen. And I'm kneeling down, and I'm praying, and I'm submitting myself to him. I'm giving it all to him. That's what Jesus is calling for. He's calling for all of us to give it all to him. It makes no difference where you live. It makes no difference where you don't live. He's saying give it all to him. All the things that are causing you to be overwhelmed and overcome, give it to him. He's more than able to deal with it because all power, he says, in Matthew 28, all power has been given unto me in heaven and on earth. You don't get any more powerful than that. That's, that's as powerful as you can be. So there's nothing he can't do for you or for me. Amen. And why don't we just stop everything? And why don't we just stop all the confusion, all the divisions, all the strife, all the bitterness, and let Jesus Christ, amen, 
reposition us with his grace and his love and his peace. He wants to fix it right now. Come unto me, he says, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He wants us to come to him, but he doesn't want us to leave. Oh, that's wonderful, isn't it? He wants us to come to him, but he doesn't want you to leave. Because when you leave him, you're going to have the same tribulations that you had before you came. Why go that way again? Why not come to Jesus and stay? Amen? Amen. John 16. John 16, verse 33. Jesus is calling. He says, these things have I spoken unto you that in me you might have peace. How many know that's where we're supposed to be? It's in him. Come unto me. Come into me. Come to me, Jesus is saying. Right now, today, we've been doing things the hard way for too long. Now it's time, amen, to do it right. He said, so these things have I spoken unto you that in me, that's where we're supposed to be, you might have peace. Not torment, not distress, not trouble, but peace, peace, peace. He said, in the world, meaning outside of him, you will have tribulation. There's no doubt in that. He said, but be of good cheer, because I have overcome the world. Oh, that's good news. That's good news. I'm giving you a place where you can come and overcome all tribulation. I'm giving you a place where you can be and overcome all tribulation, but you have to stay in me because if you go back out in the world, tribulation is waiting for you. Praise the living God. He wants you to stay in him. John chapter 15. I'm just going to read one verse. It talks about Jesus being the true vine in this chapter. And we are the branches. John 15, verse 7. He says, if you abide in me, if you abide in me, that's your new position. That's your new position. That's your new place. Being in Jesus Christ. That's your new position. It's time to get in position. I'm speaking... I'm speaking to the church. It's time for us who receive the word of God by faith to get in position so we can lead the world, the rest of the world, into the place where we are so they can see, amen, what the glorious life of being in Jesus Christ is all about. Jesus said, if you abide in me, abide means live. Abide doesn't mean just visit every now and then. Abide means Live. If you abide in me and let my words abide in you, he said, you can ask what you will, and it shall be, praise the living God, he said, you can ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. Amen. This is for believers. How many believe that? I do. 
Praise God, hallelujah. And if, and if there's anyone that hears the word of God and doesn't believe it, then that's the concern that we have today because we want to get the people of God to the place where you believe what God says. Because once you believe it, praise God, then you can receive it. And once you receive it, then you can use it and make and let the word work for you. How many know the word wants to work for us? Amen. The word wants to work for us, praise God. The word wants to work for us, and it works real, real good. Hallelujah. It works real, real, real good. Earlier this week, Amen. Earlier this week, we were, we were, uh, we were in, in, in on a conference call uh, midweek, and I was teaching from the book of Isaiah, chapter sixty, verse one, beginning at verse one. And it's such a powerful chapter, Amen. I, I I I I went as far as I could go in the time that I had allotted to me, but I'm just going to mention the first verse right now because it says, "Arise, shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you." That's powerful. I could have stayed right there. He's saying, arise and shine. He's repositioning us. He's, he's elevating us. He's telling us it is time for us to come out of the places that we've been because he's raising us. He's promoting us. He's elevating us. And the time is now. Amen. And if you just simply believe it, if you believe it, God will do the rest. That's what I love about God. If you believe it, he'll do the rest. If you do your part, he'll do the rest. He didn't say you had to worry about how. He didn't say you had to worry about how much. He didn't say you had to worry about anything like that. He simply says, arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. I understand what the glory of the Lord is. I understand the glory of the Lord to be God's presence being manifested upon us. So I held on to that, praise God. And I'm holding on to it now, and I'm going to hold on to it from now on. Because when I consider that and I start thinking about what that means, if the presence of the Lord, if the glory of the Lord is risen upon me, everything that used to happen around me and to me can no longer happen that way again. Because God's presence is too powerful to allow anything ungodly to come near me. You have to know it like this. And you have to say it like this. And you have to live it like this because it works. Amen. So the next day, I woke up after I taught that. I woke up the next morning. I had a cramp that was real, real bad. I couldn't hardly, I, I couldn't get rid of the cramps. You know, cramps don't leave all the time when you tell them to. Cramps are difficult. How many have ever, how many have ever had a cramp before? Come on, this is common. We all have cramps. I'm sure you all had a cramp at least once in your life. Yes. And this cramp was in my side. For some reason, maybe I laid funny, I don't know, Some maybe I laid in a strange way, but I woke up with this cramp. 
But the Spirit of the Lord reminded me of what I had just taught the day before and how the glory of the Lord had risen upon me. And I told the cramp, you have got to go because the glory of the Lord has risen upon me and you are no longer allowed to be anywhere on me or near me. You got to go. And the cramp left instantly. I testify that because I want you to see the power of God's word. If you use it, it will work for you. And know for certainty, amen, that this word was designed to work. Amen. Isaiah 55, 11, God says his word will not return unto him void. He means for the word to do what he sent it to go do. And if he sends you a word and tells you a word, praise the living God, about you, that word is supposed to do everything God says. And it will if you receive it. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah, sister. I'm looking for people who believe God. I'm in search of people who want to see the word of God work because when you want to see the word of God work, amen, the word of God will work for you. When you believe God. Amen. I believe God. Sick and tired of being sick and tired. There's no yes. there's no more reason to be sick and tired. You got the glory of the Lord risen upon you. God's presence is on you. Praise yes. God, hallelujah. So Jesus says, come unto me, all ye that labor. Jesus understands, amen, what it means to be in God's presence. Jesus understands what it means to have God's presence on him. And as much as we read about Jesus, I don't read anything about Jesus that describes any kind of sickness or disease on him. Yes, amen. He's powerful. And the power, he gives God, he gives God the credit for his power. But he understands, amen, that in order to be in that position of power, he's got to acknowledge God, which he does. And he teaches us to do the same thing, to acknowledge God in all of our ways. Yes, amen. We're coming into a time, amen, where you're going to be tried and tested. And you're going to need to know that you know that you know. It's not going to be enough to think you know. You're going to have to know that you know, Almighty God. Yes, amen, amen. Because situations, situations can become so critical that the only way out is by God. So Jesus is warning us. He's calling you. He says, come unto me, all ye that labor and heavy laden. He's given us a, he's given us an invitation to come to him now. And he says he wants us to stay because he says again in John fifteen seven, if you abide in me, that means don't go anyplace, stay. This is where the peace is. This is where your joy is. This is where your miracles are. This is where your love is. This is where your protection is. This is where your provision is. Abide. Amen. And that's the positions that we're supposed to take, amen. He wants us to take those positions. And he wants that to be, amen, our place of divine protection. Praise God, hallelujah. Yes. Jesus was always, hallelujah. Jesus was always, in, in the word, Jesus always taught us in a way that he was positioning us to be, amen, where he is. 
How many know Jesus wants you to be where he is? I do. Amen. Praise the living God. Hallelujah. I, I know you do, praise God. And, 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 and the word confirms it. John 14. Verse number three. He's not trying to he's not trying to keep this life that he lives to himself. He wants this to become our life. Hallelujah, Jesus. John fourteen and three. I'm gonna ask I'm gonna ask Rosie to read that for me. And if I go and prepare a place for you let's let's read let's read the previous verse. Okay. In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. Why? That where I am, there ye may be also. So that where I am, there you may be also. He wants us to be where he is. He said, he said, these things have I spoken unto you, and in me you might have peace. He wants us to be where he is. He said, if you abide in me, he wants us to be positioned in him. He said that he will, he will go and prepare a place and will come again and receive us unto himself. Why? So that where he is, there we may be also. He's putting us in the position with him. He's putting us, amen, he's changing our position. He wants us to understand, amen, how important it is to to, to be where he is because he is the ideal that God has for us as mankind. He wants us to be like him. He prayed a powerful prayer. I, I, I read it in John 17 because he's not trying to, He's not trying to experience God all by himself. He's not trying to keep it to himself. In John 17, verse 20, and we read this before, he's praying for his disciples. He's praying to God Almighty. He's praying for his church. How many know he prays for the church? So if Jesus prays for the church, we need to pray for the church. Amen. Yes. Amen. And the church is not necessarily your address or your organization or your denomination. The church is the people of God. That's why he says, "Come unto me, all ye." He doesn't care what your he doesn't care what your uh, uh, organization is. Just come. Praise God, Hallelujah. So, so he says in in John seventeen, beginning in verse twenty, he had just prayed a prayer for his disciples. But in verse 20, he says, neither pray I for these alone. And when you get some time, I suggest that you read the whole chapter. Amen. But beginning in verse 20, he's clearly saying, neither pray I for these alone, because he had been praying a powerful prayer for his disciples. But he's clearly saying, neither pray I for these alone. Are you, are, are, are you seeing this? Amen. Amen. Yes. He says, but for them also, talking about us, which shall believe on me through their word, that they all may be one. 
as thou, Father, art in me, and I in thee, that they also may be one in us. Amen. That the world may believe that thou hast sent me. Jesus Christ is praying that God will position us in the same position that Jesus Christ has with God. Amen. Now, that's not a reading to shout. I don't know what is. Amen. Because Jesus said clearly, Jesus said it without shame, and, and, and he said, I and my Father are one. And when he said that, he was threatened because those who heard it didn't know God. They, 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 they acted like they knew God, just like you find a lot of people who act like they know God, but they really don't know God. And so the first thing they wanted to do, thinking they were helping God, they wanted to stone him. John chapter 10, verse 30, and all he did was told the truth, that I and my Father are one. Praise God, hallelujah. He's praying in this scripture that we, too, share in that same oneness that he confessed. That they all may be one as you, Father, are in me and I in thee. That they also may be one in us. Let's just make it one big happy family of oneness. Amen. That they all may be one in us. Why? That the world may believe. That the world may believe that thou hast sent me. Praise God, hallelujah. That the world may believe that thou hast sent me. He's praying for the church. He's praying that the church demonstrates the same grace, the same glory that he has in relationship with God, as it relates to God. Because when the whole world sees the church in operation the way we're supposed to be, in position the way we're supposed to be, then the world is going to know that Jesus Christ was sent by God. Hallelujah. Amen. And the reason that the world is not knowing this now is because the church is out of position. Our position is to be in Christ, because when you're in Christ, you're in everything that he is. If he's in oneness with God, then we, church, are supposed to be in oneness with God. Praise God, hallelujah. We have to be in that position. Otherwise, if you're not in unity with God, how can you do godly things? Amen. And the reason Jesus has no trouble doing godly things because he has no trouble identifying with God. His position with God, his location in God, his relationship with God. He never hears that. He doesn't hide that. He speaks it boldly because he wants you to know where the power he has is coming from. And he's letting you know, amen, through a prayer like this, that if we can be in that same position that he's in, tell somebody, get in position. It's time to get in position. If we get in the same position he's in, then we as the body of Christ can be a true illustration and a demonstration to the whole world 
and they'll see through us, amen, what the power of God looks like in action. We are to operate this way because his oneness with God and his, and his ability to express it openly and not hide it gives him the power to do the things that he does, praise the living God, in healing the sick and causing the blind to see and the lame to walk and casting out demons and raising the dead. All those things were done because he accepted his position in God. Amen. Don't try to do anything like that if you don't believe you and God are one. Because it's going to take the power of God to make you do those things. You won't have a chance if you don't have oneness with God. So he's praying that we have that oneness. He's praying that we, too, be just one happy family in oneness. He said that they all may be one. I'm still in verse 21. That they all may be one. As thou, Father, art in me, and I'm in thee, that they also may be one in us, that the world may know, that the world may believe that thou hast sent me. He says, oh, and the glory which thou gavest me, that's God's manifested presence on him. And the glory which thou gavest me, I have given them. I didn't ask you first. I just gave it to them because I knew you wouldn't mind. See, when you won with God, you know some things. And he already know, He already knew God wouldn't mind because I don't read any place where God says, no, you didn't. He says, and the glory which, you gave, with the glory which thou gavest me, I have given them that they may be, that they, that they may be one even as we are one. You can't be one without the glory. He says, he says in verse 23, I in them, this is good stuff, I in them and thou in me, that they, that they may be made perfect in one, and that Amen. the world may know that thou hast sent me and hast loved them just like you loved me. Praise God, hallelujah. Isn't it time we got in position? Isn't it time we accepted our position? Isn't it time we accepted and allowed this prayer that Jesus is praying for us, allowed this to be, amen, our new direction? We need to get in position, and we need to get in position right now. Mankind, and I'm talking to the church, we have suffered long enough. It's time out for yes. suffering. It's time for deliverance. It's time to be made free. It's time to get in position. Praise Amen. God. And then walk in it. Colossians 2 and 6, and I'm going to hand it over to Brother Lewis. Colossians 2 and 6 tells us, As you have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him. That means live in him, breathe in him. Everything you do, you're doing it in him. When you go to the mall, you're going in him. When you're driving down the street, you're driving in him. When you're walking down the street, you're walking in him. Only thing the world sees now in you is him. Amen. You can't hide him because he's the light, praise the living God. And he was not meant to be hidden. A city set on a hill, the Bible says, can't be hid. Church, it's time to get out of hiding 
and get in position. Amen. So the world can know, amen, and see the light of the world, and they can know without a shadow of a doubt, amen, that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Amen. Amen, and God bless you. Brother Lewis. All right, ladies and gentlemen. I'd like to say hello to the caller from the 909 area code. Uh, Welcome. Would you like to give your name or have a prayer? Uh, this is Debbie Robinson. <clears throat> good morning. Hey, Debbie. How you doing, Debbie? I'm good. You doing, God bless you. God bless you. God bless you, Deborah Robinson. How are you today? I'm good, Pastor Cooper. How are you doing? I'm blessed. And it's so good to hear your voice, and I hope your family is doing well also. They are. You know, they I were my friends, heard. and they still are. Uh, okay. All right. Give them my regards, please. I will. I will. All right. Would you like to All pray? Right. You, have a, you have a need to pray or? Uh, just for myself and family. <laughs> We're praying for you right now in the name of Jesus. And, and and God already knows what your need is. And the beautiful thing about him, he says that we acknowledge him in all of our ways. He will direct our paths. And so many times what people need in prayer more than anything is just divine direction. So we right. pray right now for you and your family, and we're believing by faith that whatever your need is, is done in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Amen and amen. And Deborah Robinson, I affectionately call you Debbie. Uh, <laughs> I know one of those prayers that you're praying about is just about to come true real quick, you know, and... Uh, We'll be driving out to Pomona and other places. You know what I'm talking about. All right. Yeah. I would like, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Amen. Amen. God knows what we're talking about, too. So he's he's working on that. And I'd like to give a prayer out to my daughter. Uh, Well, all of my children and grandchildren, they they all got over the uh, COVID. None of them had any symptoms or anything, but they all tested positive, and now they're all negative. Uh, I just have to say this. I'm not trying to put a business out in the streets, but it was her birthday the other day. And you know how young people are. A lot of them, they got to go out and have, get drunk and have a drink on their birthday. Brother Lewis, she, Brother Lewis, yeah. not mean to stop you. You're breaking up somewhat. Okay. Well, she I just also, wanted to let you know that because I'm sure what you're saying has a lot of substance and content, and you want us to hear it all. And so I just want to let you know your line is breaking up just a little bit. All right. Well, I have no, no control 